Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Donnie's job was to pick the uh, soundtrack today for the first song of the show. You like it? I think it's Taylor Swift. I think it's Taylor Swift. You've heard this song and probably sang along. To What's it. it called? Blank Space. I'm not even. I don't even feel shame. Of course. You know what? It's I think it's per- one of her best. It's the perfect segue uh, into into this discussion on a Super Bowl Monday, Pony, a day that Crowley apparently thinks should be a national holiday, uh, which actually might not be the worst take in the world. Certainly not the worst Crowley's come up with. Blank Space. That's where my football fan heart feels like exists when I watch Patrick Mahomes do Patrick Mahomes things like that. I feel privileged to have like you were in the same boat. Donnie wasn't even alive, but you probably as a little Andrew Filipponi loved watching Michael Jordan in the early nineties. Right. And then as a, a teenaged Andrew Filipponi or about to be teenage, you probably loved watching Jordan in the mid nineties to late nineties. Right. Like you knew you were watching somebody that was the all time great guy that could just will his team to victory. I am fortunate as a sports fan and a guy who does this for a living to get to watch Mahomes do what he does, but it leaves me feeling completely blank as a Steelers fan thinking about their future as long as that guy exists. So I'm happy that you said it like that because I want to talk to people today about this game and what Pittsburgh has to say about it at 412-928-9370. And the question I wrote down uh, here is how does how does how does Pittsburgh catch Kansas City? How do the Steelers catch the Chiefs? And you know what my answer is? Hmm. They can't. Hmm. You can't win, Rocky. They can't. They can't. There's one, well, there's one way you can even. Tr- there's one way you can really try to do it. There's actually two ways. There's two ways. And I thought you saw yesterday way number two implemented. Have an unbelievably good team with a rookie deal quarterback who plays really well, by and large, or is in a great, in this sense, is in a great offensive system. That's really what I mean. You have, like, this revolutionary offensive system. Shanahan and his tree of offense is probably the best in the league, next to Andy Reid. That's way number two. Way number one, and this is what's so disheartening about the whole thing is, you'd say, like, find the next Mahomes, right? Caleb Williams, people think in, like, basic build could be similar to, or find the next, like, Josh Allen, Drake May, gets those comps or the Roethlisberger comps, right? Problem, Pony. Patrick Mahomes has seen actual Josh Allen and guys like that, actual Joe Burrow in the playoffs, actual Tom Brady, with the exception of Burrow and Brady twice, and Brady the first time, barely at that, he isn't beatable. He just, think about this. There was a a little dialogue last night about, like, how good Brock Purdy was or wasn't. Was that the kind of game that the Purdy haters can embrace or the Purdy defenders can embrace? Forget about it. He went through... Josh Allen in his own building 
then went through Lamar Jackson in his own building to merely get to this game. He did it with the most flawed version of his team that we have probably seen, at least offensively, since he took over as quarterback. And he did it largely playing, I would say, almost boring football. There's one spectacular throw from yesterday, right? And it's one that probably should have been picked if the Niners defender even realized it was coming, the 52-yarder, way across the field. What was the rest of it an exercise in from him? Just chipping away, as a famous guy once said, until finally he chipped away enough that the dam broke and he got what he needed to. I, he's just, he's unfathomable. You say you can't, you can't catch him? That's how I feel. That's why I feel so blank. The Steelers could have a team next year that just for argument's sake, let's say they trade for Justin Fields, a guy talent-wise we know has a lot, right? And let's just say for argument's sake, he thrives in the Arthur Smith offense. And we're not even having quarterback debates because he's going out there throwing three touchdowns or run, throwing for two and running for another one most weeks. And they look like a juggernaut, right? They could even beat Kansas City in the season, or in the regular season, they're not even going to play them. But they could play them and beat them, and I wouldn't feel good about it in the playoffs. Why? What did Josh Allen do this year? Beat, beat him, him in, in the, the regular, regular season. season in Kansas City. Yeah. What has Lamar done, I believe? Beaten him in yeah. Kansas City. Yeah, and then they flip a switch in the playoffs. Yeah, man. So I'm with you. That's why I feel like there's just an empty feeling because you don't even feel like it's something worth getting upset about because it's so inevitable. That's how I actually feel about it, man. I used to think that if a quarterback had that kind of cap hit, it was next to impossible for a team to win. He had the biggest cap hit in the league in the league this year, and they just won their second of back-to-back Super Bowls. It, you're right. It was not a good team. It was not a, it was not a great real, team. Real actual it was, flaws. Super, it was not a Super Bowl team. They had real flaws that opponents, in theory, should have exploited. They led the league in drops. They didn't have a 1,000-yard rusher. They didn't have a 1,000-yard receiver. Mahomes threw 14 interceptions this year. Their offense, their offense was ranked 15th. I went and looked this up today. The Steelers' offense, which sucked, had six games where they scored more than 21 points this year. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs had seven. I know. The Chiefs were, during the regular season, the Chiefs' offense was closer to the Steelers than it was Miami's, the best in the NFL. And they just, uh, they're just getting on planes now to head back to Kansas City after spending the night in Vegas winning a, a third Super Bowl title in this era. He's 28 years old. It just, it makes me, I hate to sound so negative, it's supposed to be kind of a fun, festive day after the Super Bowl's done. You're <laughs> celebrating the football season. But I just, I know what we're in for. I'm... I'm battening down the hatches for a discussion about what the Steelers can and can't do with Kenny Pickett back as their quarterback. And it just feels like even the best case scenario, even the people that call in and especially argue with you, Chris, and want to shout you down about don't give up on Kenny. We never seen him without Matt Canada. Okay. Well, even without Canada, Mm -hmm. explain to me how our guy beats that guy. Would you like to know in what the January. Be- would you like to know what the best case scenario is for for Kenny Pickett in this system that's coming up Artie Smith's system? I can tell you the exact score of it actually. It's called 35 to 24. You lose in Arrowhead even after you get out to an early lead. That's that and, that's seriously look, the best case scenario. And look man, I get it. Our expectations have obviously changed. Our standards around here have changed. It used to be for a period of time about winning a seventh Lombardi trophy and each discussion and debate was kind of framed around that when the Steelers had the killer bees and couldn't get over the top. It's all right. What can they do to beat new England? It was seen as just, okay, we have to get through this barrier 
in order to win another championship. Right now, we talk about things like, hey, they won 10 games and they were competitive in Buffalo, so that was actually a good season. It's obviously been a diluted conversation. So if we're cool with that, you know, if if a Steelers season is a success and everything's hunky-dory, if they're just relevant, well, then maybe this conversation that we're starting the show with goes in one ear and out the other. But I'd like to think in my lifetime, I'm a new dad, I'm going to have a daughter that hopefully gets into football, that some of our formative years here are spent watching the Steelers play and win important games. And I just have a hard time right now today wrapping my head around what we're trying to do, what we're looking to do this year, coming anything close to what's happening there. There's no end in sight, and I get it. Brady won his third Super Bowl in 04, and they didn't win another one until 2014. So things can turn on a dime, but that's kind of a it's a hollow thing for me to take solace in. Do you remember what today. Brady said about Rodgers late in Brady's career when like they were talking about I think the potential of a Brady Rodgers Super Bowl? Do you remember what he said? I do not. He said something to the effect of in my in this system that we run here, Aaron Rodgers would already and this was when Brady had like four of them maybe or five. He said Rodgers would have seven or eight, right? And what was the implication there? He's more physically gifted. He's just be- like there are certain things I, Tom Brady, don't think I'm capable of. Yep. This dude, who is the reason for this conversation, is more gifted than either. Yeah, of them. that's the thing that makes me honestly want to cry. And I'm not sure it's e- it- and Rodgers is a top five all time, I think, pure thrower of the football and everything. I'm not sure it's close as far as the tools in the toolbox yeah, to think, play the position. I, I, I think you're onto something there. Like when Montana was winning, there was there were obviously discussions about Marino and Elway being more talented quarterbacks than him. He was the guy that won, and you trusted in a big game, and you thought he'd come through clutch and he'd give you the game-winning drive. But it was never so cut and dried that he was like better than those two guys. Uh, Brady, same thing early in his career, especially like yeah, he gets the last laugh in the Super Bowl. But Peyton Manning's winning regular season MVPs, and Kurt Warner the, was the, the MVP the year he won. Yeah, the first so one. for yeah. like regular seasons, like those guys arguments. were every bit as good, if not better. Well, they probably were better than him. Uh, n- now he's the most clutch quarterback. He's the best big game quarterback, and he also happens to be the best quarterback, the most productive quarterback, and the most talented and skilled quarterback, and he's only in his 20s. And they've proven they can win with kind of boring offense, shoddy teams, yep. especially wide receivers dropping balls left and right during the season around him. Offensive linemen, their best guard who they're paying $90 million to doesn't even play yep. in the game last night. The tackles aren't any good. I mean, it's, what's, what's the cope that people are going to have? Dre Greenlaw tore his Achilles up jogging onto the field? I don't, like, I don't know. I don't What's know. What's the cope? I don't. I don't think that there is a coping mechanism right here in Pittsburgh for Tony, us today. For one, on fourth in the Super Bowl, right? Fourth in the Super Bowl, was there even a slight doubt in your mind that they were picking up that yard after Pacheco got well, stopped? Well, I wasn't sure about if they were picking it up. I knew one thing for sure: he wasn't going to hand the ball off. It was well, going to be in his hands, and he was going to okay. make a play. And I trusted him to make the play. Point. So yeah, I thought he. You would. made the point perfectly. I said it to Donnie before the show. I said, you know what's funny about him? He's fully entered this zone. At zero point in time, did I any point in time that I think in the run up to that play right there that I think they were gonna get stopped and that was gonna be the game. And what did he do? Flawlessly executes the call. Soon as the back gets turned, there he is for eight easy casual yards. He is a he is the terminator. He is the destroyer of all worlds in the NFL. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. You go on and win the championship. Being the underdog the last three games in the playoffs. Maybe a lesson learned for everybody else out there in the future. Yeah, just know that the Kansas City Chiefs are never underdogs. Just know that. (laughs) Third title in five years for the Chiefs. They join an exclusive club that includes the 70 Steelers in that uh, realm. And Mahomes with no end in sight. Talking about how uh, that affects us in Pittsburgh. What do you have to say about Super Bowl 58? Question I brought up today. How do we catch Kansas City? 412-928-9370. If anybody's got answers on that, that makes sense. Would love to hear them. 412-928-9370. I don't mean to laugh because I, I want the Steelers to be really good. I'd love to see them win more championships. But you you sounded so hollow there. Your voice. How do you how do you do it? You got anything for me? It's like if there's a you know like a I, I'm trying to think of some dis- impending disaster that's going to swallow your house like a landslide or something like that. How do we stop this? Donnie, are you anything? more optimistic anything? about this scenario Bueller? than I am? Bueller, I mean, please chime in here. You're the uh, ultimate football guy. I mean, maybe if he retires, you know, injury injury him. or retirement's the only way. Like, injury in any given year, and you don't root for that, right? Obviously. I don't think anybody does. Because, really, Mahomes is pretty likable in a, amongst a sea of unlikable family members. Injury is the only thing. And I know people don't want me to bring this up. Chris, you always like to do this. You're trying to cut down Ben. No, I'm not. In 2008, who knows what that season looks like if Tom Brady doesn't get his knee destroyed in week one. You j- and that's not even being a hater. It's just calling it like it is. They were coming off of an 18-1 and season. He was coming off of his best season. That altered the, the landscape for the rest of that year. Patrick yeah. Mahomes is the new horror movie villain that they're going to make movie after movie. But I think he's scarier about. than like Brady he... ever was. I think he's actually scarier already. Because Brady, there was a defined way you could kill Brady. Yeah. Beat him up the pocket, and he's gonna he will look like an average quarterback. But you can't do that to Patrick Mahomes. This is this is you guys know I'm a big fan of the Halloween movies. This guy is Michael Myers in, in football form. Like, you, you take away his best target. I mean, they just won the, this, their second Super Bowl now without Tyreek Hill. Two of them without a Hall of Fame first ballot wide receiver they, that they willingly traded away. They, they, mm-hmm. the, the offense looks like it's just skidding down the stretch of the season. People are saying, oh, finally, or the Chiefs won't be in the Super Bowl. Yes, I was saying all well, those things. you wait till we get to January, pal. We'll see what happens then. And when they start playing that music at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. they look down. And Michael Myers ain't there anymore. You think Patrick Mahomes looks both ways before he turns in that station wagon? Very, very good driver, despite um, despite being in the loony so, bin for like twenty years. So I think when they lost to the Raiders, I thought like, man, I had two thoughts run through my head. They look genuinely more vulnerable than they ever have. And then I said, and I stupidly didn't do this. I said, 
Got to put a bet on them right now, no matter what the odds are to win the Super Bowl, because they probably will. Right now, this second, they could lose Chris Jones, probably will lose Chris Jones, who had a huge game for them last night to free agency, or yep. at least they might. Would you bet on him to, to go in three-peat next year? I would. If you give me the Chiefs or the field to win the Super Bowl next year, I'm taking the Chiefs right now. I have no, even though they might lose their best defensive player by a wide margin, I have no reason not to bet on them right this second well, to win. They also have like this era's Dick LeBeau at defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. What a shrewd move that was by Reed to get Spagnolo, who took down Brady and the undefeated Patriots when he was the defensive coordinator in New York. Now they've got a guy that dials up pressures. He's taken spare parts, and there was a practice squad defensive lineman who forces a fumble on the first possession, and he's beaten Trent Williams one-on-one. Like That's the other thing, that they're just they're well-coached on top of having the best player in the league at the most important position. Spags, Spag, sorry, Pony, one, a coda to that. You say he's LeBeau in more ways than one. I think it's important. He is a guy that isn't going to be a head coach again. So when you have somebody who's that key of a cog, and he ha- probably has at the age and, and having already tried it, his hand at it, he can be their defensive coordinator for what, as long as he wants to be? Pretty much, yeah. Because <laughs> he's even, not getting head coach interviews. That's what I mean. So that's even worse. Four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. Help this Bill. man, Pittsburgh. Help him. Fan. Hello, Bill. You know, so you made a point about what we possibly could do to uh, achieve the chief success and all that. Well, you said it already. They have a diamond in the rough in Patrick Mahomes. I mean, we got Mitch Trubisky. I don't know. That still makes me pull my eyeballs out with a spoon. But you look at what they can do. He moves out of the pocket. He's not like Pickett, where every single time he's out of the pocket, boom, sack. Who's the guy you think they could find that's like Patrick Mahomes? You said Mahomes is a diamond in the rough. I don't know about that. He was, the what, the 10th pick in the draft. But who's the diamond in the rough you think they can get, Bill? Well, I'd say if you're looking at all the attributes that he has, you'd have to go with Fields in that situation. The problem is he's the most, like, gifted, pure thrower of the football of this generation, Mahomes is. And he's phenomenal at reading defenses and manipulating them. I mean, I'm I'm on board. I said that a couple weeks ago now, that I want Fields. And I, I'm still not going to be so defeatist about it that I'm going to give you some take like it doesn't matter who they pick up. But there's a big part of me that honestly does feel that way But there's today. a big gap between, well, how do you match Patrick Mahomes? You get Justin Fields. One plus one the, equals two. The thing I like about Fields more than what they have on the team is, at this point, you might as well take a big swing. I don't want them to go with a quarterback option that feels like they're just trying to get on base. Okay? Like, that's not going to work now. You're, you're, you're in a conference that is going to be lorded over by one of the great players in football history. The rules of the sport protect him better now. His head coach said today he's not retiring. The tight end said last night he's going for a three-peat. I mean, those two guys won't be around forever. But at this point, to Donnie, what Donnie said about Tyreek Hill, I have to give them the benefit of the doubt when it comes to replacing even those guys around Mahomes. Uh, so, there's, a, there's a guy, actually, that I think they have – on their roster, he's not a tight end like Kelsey, but I think Rashi Rice is going to end up being a very good player. I think they've already started the process of finding somebody. Very yes, when reliable. he's not fighting with Mahomes at the end of the I game for not getting the ball in the final. Play, he was right. Is... By, he happened to be correct there, by the way. But yeah, neither but here nor there. You can't risk that throw. I don't think in the middle of the field. No, well, I think if Mahomes is so good with his eyes, I'm sure it's also Rice not has his first read. That. Like he's going to Kelsey there. It's going to take extra time for him to get back to Rice. <laughs> Here's Frank on the fan. Hello, Frank. How you guys doing today? We're good, Frank. Kind of. Uh, no, nah, I'm sorry. Um, go 
gone from the game last night, I mean, the biggest thing that's going to stop Mahomes is when Kelsey retires. There's nobody. The their uh, second tight end Gray is nowhere near the capabilities of Kelsey. Kelsey's basically a, a one of one. So okay, but I hope you're not saying yeah, that. that you, I'm hoping you're not saying that that Mahomes is going to turn into a mortal quarterback when Kelsey Frank, retires. People, Frank, people said that trading well, Tyreek well, well, Hill would well, be his downfall. When, when uh, Gronk wasn't there for Brady, Brady was he was still elite, but he had a little mortality in him. That's all I'm saying. Two, you can look at the Steeler roster all you want. That thing needs a 200-point restoration from not even in the – we're not even in the same time zone. All right, I agree, I agree right with now. you there, and it's mainly because of quarterback, yeah, yeah. but there's yeah. other holes. Yeah. Uh, here, I'm sorry, this is what undercuts Frank's point about Kelsey retiring is going to be the, the big thing that, that knocks Mahomes down a peg and, may, and returns him to the land of mortals. As you already said, as other people have said, that was supposed to happen when they traded Tyreek Hill. It didn't. Can you imagine how how easily they would have cruised to the Super Bowl this year if Tyreek Hill was still on that roster somehow? Would uh, anyone have been within know, 30 right? points of them? I wouldn't have bet against them in every game like I did. Uh, and by that's the way, why you're going to be doing a shame I, 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 I hate to be the person to point this out, but when they had that 28-3 to comeback against the Falcons, you know where Rob Gronkowski was? Home. Out, injured, not playing in the game. So, not that I want to uh, put more feathers in Brady's cap and pat him on the butt, but he orchestrated the best comeback in... Super oh, you Bowl know, history here, without Gronkowski. Here's another thing uh, I'm thinking about when we just try to talk about catching Mahomes. You know, probably gets less credit than anybody in Kansas City for what they are and probably deserves a lot more than he does is Veach, their GM. Karloftis was making plays and getting pressures yesterday, like Mc, uh, McDuffie made a huge tackle late when the Niners were clearly trying to play keep away and win the game with a field goal. Yep. Like, they got, they keep finding players in the draft, and that's the one X factor you have to give them credit for. I honestly haven't even thought about it, but I get asked it. I mean, I'm still kind of in awe of the, the game and, and what went on there. So um, I really haven't thought why or what or anything else, but people keep asking me. And I, I keep saying, why did Belichick and Pete retire? You know, those guys, they ask those old guys a question, but I'm, I'm the old guy now. Andy Reid. His third Super Bowl win said after the game he's not retiring, he's going to go for a three-peat. He joins Chuck Knoll and others with three-plus Super Bowl uh, wins. Fan Hotlines brought to you by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh Trusted Plumbing and HVAC provider over 50 years. Did you see the graphic that went out? Uh, quarterbacks with uh, three Super Bowl rings, and it was... Mahomes, Montana, and Brady, they just left Bradshaw out, just pretended like he never even. What about Troy Aikman? Troy Aikman. Well, Troy Aikman's got a beef with Oh, poor Mahomes. Troy. Yeah. What's the Mahomes-Aikman uh, tweet? I got it for you. Aikman got very sensitive about something the, the a couple athlete, years ago. Yeah, so in September 23rd, 2019, so after Mahomes' first full season as a quarterback where they lost in the AFC title game, Athletic Kansas City. In case you missed it, Patrick Mahomes has thrown 36% of Troy Aikman's career touchdown passes in about 8% of the, the games Troy Aikman did it in. Troy Aikman quote tweeted that, in case you missed it, talk to me when he has 33% of my Super Bowl titles, and that one might be the world historic worst aging tweet of all time. Troy, he's 100% of the way there, and I think almost a mortal lock to get past you. Uh, also, let's not overlook the fact that we also now have a two-time Super Bowl champion, Chris Oladokun. That's right. Two-time Super Bowl champion, Chris Oladokun. He's brought, the, 
Brock Purdy might be Mr. Irrelevant playing in all these games. Oladokun's got hardware, baby. He's the only guy from that draft with rings. That's right. Purdy got uh, stoned last night by by uh, Mahomes. Obviously, Kenny having some difficulty with that here in Pittsburgh. Kevin Colbert on what made Oladokun such a worthwhile pick. Chris Oladokun, he was a triple transferred, started off at South Florida, went to Samford University, and then graduated from Samford and took a grad senior year at South Dakota State and really did a nice job. He ended up, I believe it was 25 touchdown passes. We had good grades on him coming out of there, played in the NFL PA game, and we decided, look, we wanted to add another quarterback to our roster. And this young man, we brought him in for a pre-draft visit, very mature, very smart, impressed us, not only off the, on the field, but with his off the field talents and intelligence and just demeanor. And impressed you so much, he didn't get, I think, one live rep in training camp and he was cut Correct. almost immediately. I'm, I'm terrified at how fast you had that queued up after I even made mere mention of Oladokun. I really am. I'm, I'm horrified. What do people in Pittsburgh want to say about last night's Super Bowl? Let's find out. 412-928-9370. Here is John on the fan. Hello, John. Uh, good afternoon, fellas. Uh, I think you got to swing big. Uh, and when I mean swing big, uh, maybe trade TJ Watt. I mean, honestly, you need a quarterback. Last night proved it. The last four teams left in the playoffs. Goff, uh, Mahomes. Uh, Jackson, at the Purdy, and then the the, the two time league MVP, who by the way is in our division. Mm-hmm. I'm hey John. Oh. I like that you said swing big, and then you said something that's probably going to rankle a lot of people around here. Because quite honestly, if you get the right return there, if somebody's willing to part with two firsts or something like that, I would do it too. I think you have the the right basic mindset. You know what else you probably shouldn't do if you're a team trying to catch uh, Patrick Mahomes' pony pay a running back any kind of significant money whatsoever. Do you see this chart going up? Ready for it? Go ahead. The average uh, cap percentage for the starting running back of the last 10 Super Bowl champions. Average. Yep. 0.65% of the cap. And Mahomes was the leading rusher for Kansas City last night, too. The only guys going back to 2009 who have accounted for more than 2% of their team's salary cap as the starting running back. It happened three years in a row. Bradshaw for the Giants in 2011, Ray Rice for the Ravens in 12, and then the grand champion at accounting for a whopping 6.2%, Marshawn Lynch in 13. And the Steelers want to build their offense around their running backs. Yep. Um, You know, I said when Ron, before he retired, first wrote about the Watt trade, I dismissed it very quickly and said, I don't want to trade my best player for question marks for draft picks. I mean, those draft picks could could turn into Devin Bush and Artie Burns. Mm -hmm. But after watching that game last night, I completely get that take. I do. You've got to do something. You've got to do something adventurous. You've got to do something extreme. Or you can just stay where you are. Be middle. Be middle, stay middle, live middle. Have a good team every year, but not great. And just be satisfied with that. Relevance. Go into week 18 and we're looking at playoff scenarios and we're in the hunt and we get a fun game where we're rooting for our team to to win and two other teams to lose. But then you're cannon fodder if you get in for a real team. Who are then cannon fodder for the Chiefs, even if the Chiefs are starting. Oh, no, maybe not even cannon fodder. Maybe you'll lose the game by seven points and we'll come on the air and we'll give them props for a moral victory. Here is (laughs) Brett on the fan. Hello, Brett. How you doing, fellas? Hey, Hey, Brett. Brett. What's up? Hey, um... The, the props last night, uh, if anybody bet uh, 49ers, they're going to be crazy. Of course, I took uh, 
Mahomes plus the two. And, uh, Congratulations on all the, your success, Brett. Yeah, and also I took the uh, prop where Purdy. Oh, no, his rushing prop, and you lost it on the kneel down. Oh, Somebody no, I, Brett. Yep. No, no, I didn't lose it. It was oh. 12 and a half. Two and oh, a half. Well, he, 12 and a half. He must have got it at a good number. Somebody, somebody sent to me, uh, a guy named Tigerberg sent it, that they lost the Purdy rushing prop by that via that kneel down. Yeah. I also heard this great like anecdote yesterday. Uh, friend of a friend, we'll, we'll call it, had gotten what they thought was inside information on the length of Reba McIntyre's pregame, like her dress got rehearsal. Burned. Opened up an account, put a nice healthy free wager on it. Because <laughs> she added the second brave. She did. By the way, Brett told Donnie off air his favorite part of the game last night was the Usher halftime. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.